0: Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video. And in today's video, we're going to be talking about one of the teams with the most important off-seasons coming up. What's next for the New Orleans Pelicans? Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good. Doncic wins the game at the buzzer. What you preach, I guess the what talking trash. Uh-huh, uh, now I want to pose on me like, uh uh-uh, uh not so fast. <laughs> After a very disappointing 2021 NBA season, the Pelicans are in for some big, big changes coming up. We saw the moves they made last offseason fall flat on their face. The Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe acquisitions were absolute failures as those guys, while not being the worst players in the league for the contracts they're on and for the fit of this team were an absolute disaster for the pelicans to acquire while they did end up getting a ton of picks last offseason that hopefully will help them make moves in the future the actual talent they have on this roster does not make sense together at all and it's time for some big big moves First, they need to explore both trading Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe. These guys just do not fit on the roster. With your star player going forward being Zion Williamson, someone who attacks the paint relentlessly, you need to get him spacing. And it shows how talented of a player he is that he was still able to be incredibly efficient with some of the worst spacing we've seen in the past couple of years. So imagine if he had great spacing around him how that could unlock zion now let's think of the prototype center you want alongside zion you basically want someone who plays exactly like miles turner is a great defensive player and stretches the floor the only thing is those type of players are really really hard to come along because they are so value with how the modern game has developed so getting one of those guys will be a challenge for sure but i do think they have the assets to try and acquire someone like that say if the pacers did want to try and go in a different direction they've been kind of stuck in this middle road these past couple of years and miles turner and Demonas sabonis clearly aren't a seamless fit next to each other so Maybe they could pull off some sort of trade to get Miles Turner on the roster. I was thinking you try and dump Steven Adams to a team like the Kings that if they lose Rashawn Holmes, they're going to need a center and someone who can protect the rim badly. And then you use some of the assets you have. You use some of those Drew Holiday picks and you try to make a move for a guy like Miles Turner. You got a lot of young players on this roster, you have the 10th overall pick, and maybe if The pacers are going in a bit more of a youthful direction they would be ecstatic to get some young players and get some picks so getting a guy like that next to zion i think completely unlocks this team as a whole but obviously most importantly it unlocks your star player and allows him to potentially be a top five scorer in this league Zion is that good with good spacing I legitimately believe Zion could average around 30 points per game he's that talented but they just need to get the guys alongside him so going back to what you do with Steven Adams like I said I think the Kings would be a great spot if they aren't able to retain Sean Holmes because they are going to really need a center and someone who can protect the basket as much as we may criticize Steven Adams and the contract he's being paid he's at least someone who can just be a big body around the basket and be a good rebounder another team could be the charlotte hornets with cody zeller off the books they are definitely going to need some reinforcement at that center spot and they really don't have that much money uh, on the cap sheet so they would be able to take on steven adams pretty seamlessly they do have the gordon hayward contract and the terry rozier contract they're going to need to pay Devonte graham uh, but i think that is another pretty seamless fit those are the two teams I think make the most sense for Steven Adams. I don't really know if there's anyone else who would like Steven Adams that much just because on a lot of teams, he's either just an all right starter or backup. And with him being paid 17 and $18 million in the next two years, I really don't know who's going to want to take that on. But I think the destinations of the Kings and the Hornets are two pretty good ones. Uh, and then Eric Bledsoe is another guy I absolutely want to see traded. He's being paid $18 million now next year and then he has a non-guaranteed 19 million in 2023 he's someone who fits terribly with this roster percentage-wise he actually wasn't a bad shooter but we all know the spacing that he brings is almost a zero because even when he's hitting his outside shots other teams don't respect him you need to get someone who can shoot the ball I really don't know who's gonna wanna take on Eric Bledsoe. He, he's a weird player where it's like, he can be an all right regular season guy, but he's a clear negative in the playoffs. He's clearly uh, hurtful to spacing. So I think that's actually a bit more tough than the Steven Adams trade, because at least with Steven Adams, he has a role that certain teams are going to need. And he's getting paid slightly less than Eric Bledsoe. Uh, but literally anything you could do to dump off Eric Bledsoe, I think would be the smart move. and. That's That is what is good about you guys having so many picks you have the lakers picks and you have the bucks picks so you could attach eric Bledsoe with one of those picks and actually get a decent asset just because those picks are valuable maybe you even attach him with the 10th pick as they seem to clearly want to trade for some veteran talent so maybe you attach him and that 10th pick and you can get something or you do the same thing with steven adams uh, i was even thinking of a potential trade with the kings if they decided to go in a youthful direction and make their 40th rebuild you could trade steven adams the 10th pick uh, for basically harrison barnes obviously i'm sure there would be more thrown in on either side uh, to make it exactly equal but something like that you just need to get veteran shooters and defenders on this roster because with a young team like this that does have talent they just need vets alongside them that was the big issue this season is that first of all there wasn't a lot of veterans on this roster and the veterans on this team didn't make any sense with the young nucleus that they've built on this team i'm not even like the biggest brandon ingram fan i've actually been pretty critical of Brandon Ingram which has caught me some flack but I know how talented Brandon Ingram is it's just like Zion how impressive it was that he was able to be so good with poor spacing he was forced to take a lot of really contested shots and I feel like a lot of my issues with him weren't necessarily his fault it was just more the coaching issue, which they got Stan Van Gundy out of there, which I think was absolutely the right move. It was it was terrible that they even signed him in the first place as their coach, but him getting out of there and them getting a new coach will be really, really good for them because they need someone who understands the modern NBA more. This team, especially if they retain Lonzo Ball, which is a big, big part of their offseason. I think for me, if I'm the Pelicans, if Lonzo gets paid more than $18 million a year, I'm trying to facilitate some sort of sign and trade and just getting him out of there because that's a lot of money for a player of the caliber of Lonzo. But if it's anything less than $18 million a year, I would keep Lonzo. I think he fits really, really well with this team. Uh, I just do think they put the wrong pieces alongside him. Like Eric Bledsoe was one of the worst backcourt mates Lonzo's could have had because he was forced to be an off-ball player, and he was actually pretty successful in that. But it wasn't nearly maximizing the capabilities of Lonzo Ball as a basketball player. So I do think the Lonzo situation is very, very interesting and is crucial for what direction they'll go in going forward. Because if they lose out on Lonzo, then maybe you even have to keep Eric Bledsoe just so you have someone a little bit reliable at that point guard position. I'm a big fan of Kira Lewis. I wasn't a big fan of the pick just because they did have Lonzo, but I do think he's really, really talented. I just don't know how ready he's going to be to impact the game at a high level. So if I'm the Pelicans, I'm just trying to trade for veterans who can shoot the ball because you need more of those alongside these young players you need to contain the zion williamson situation before it becomes an actual real thing and you do that by getting players alongside him that can help win basketball games they need a center who can stretch the floor and they need more defenders this team was one of the worst defensive teams last year and it's simply because of the personnel really wasn't there to be that good of a defensive team zion is improving but not good on the defensive side of the ball brandon ingram's just all right Lonzo's a good defender. Uh, Jackson Hayes is inexperienced, and while he has the athleticism, he's not really smart on the defensive side of the ball. That pick seems to be a bit of a failure. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I really like him, but he's not some amazing defender. Josh Hart's a pretty good defender, but he's not uh, a guy who's going to play 30-plus minutes a game. They need to get more personnel on this roster who actually fits, and now it's just all up to the front office use your assets you cannot let the Zion situation spiral out of control use your assets get players on the roster who actually make sense get a coach who knows the modern game and is a smart basketball mind and you can be a really good team no one wants to see this opportunity wasted I think we all want small markets to succeed and this is one of the best opportunities to you have zion williamson a generational star and you have a bunch of assets to build around him you have a co-star in brandon ingram you should be at least a play-in team next year if not a playoff team so it's time for them to make some big big moves this offseason get solid veterans on this roster three and d players Hopefully a center who can shoot the ball. If you keep the 10th pick, the guys who I would target would be Moses Moody would be the number one. I think Moses Moody is an absolutely awesome player. I love what Moses Moody brings to the game. I think he'd be a perfect fit. 3 and D guy. Kai Jones could be that center who shoots the ball. It would be a bit risky. It would kind of be like the Jackson Hayes pick, even though I think he's a lot more talented than that Jackson Hayes. Uh, And then you could also get some of the more sure players. Get like a Corey Kispert. Uh, Or you could even trade down, maybe get someone like Chris Duarte, who I think is a very, very talented player, even though he's 24 years old. They have a lot of things they can do this offseason, but no matter what, I want to see them address getting win now guys and guys who make sense within the construct of this roster because that's what they failed to do last year. They threw a bunch of things at the wall and just hoped that it would work. They need to actually go in with a game plan this offseason of exactly what they're going to do and execute on that. So I'm really, really excited for this Pelicans offseason. I think it's a big, big one for them. And I'm excited to hopefully see some big changes over there in New Orleans. But yeah, it's been the video. It's been Michael. Peace out.